Do I have to do the opening? Yep. Fuck. Hello, and welcome to Three Sheets and to the Mouse. We're three... I don't know this at all. <laughs> hello, Frog Residence, Kermit speaking. Oh, hello, Mr. Iger. Yes, sir, it's an honor to speak with you. Thank you. Oh, uh, yeah, I I have heard of the Three Sheets to the Mouse podcast. Um, yeah, I guess they're funny, but I don't really approve of their language. It's not something that me and Piggy want our little tablets to be listening to. But, uh, Fozzie, he, he loves them. I'm sorry, Mr. Iger, what... What do you mean? I you thought I could use the work? It's closing, torn down. Galaxy's Edge. Now you listen here. Just because I'm a puppet doesn't mean I'll just bend over and take it. If you tear down Muppet Vision, I'll shove more than just a hand in your butt, Bob. Sorted, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And injustice deliciously squared. Be free, <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Three Sheets to the Mouse. We're three average guys with a love for all things Disney. This is episode 135. I don't know the order this normally goes in. So we're just going to introduce Mikey, Tim, and myself, Adam. And we're going to go straight to Mikey with what he's drinking. Because that's the way I roll this shit. <laughs> oh, God. That was a fucking blur. Look, he's on, he's oh, on speed. Man. I get nervous. I, tell I talk what, faster. That... That's what happens. Hey. It, it, it lasted longer than my prom oh. night, so I'll give you that. Oh, Adam. well, that was uh, just last week. Oh, it was. It was. <laughs> it was. It was. It was hot. And it was sweaty. That's all I remember. Was there a balcony? Nope. Was there a bathtub? Yeah. There was. There was porch. There was there bathtub. You go. It wasn't that exciting though, because it's like basically watching a couple of killer whales uh, frolicking in a horse trough. But I'm having Weller. Reserve tonight Ooh, to nice. drink. Very nice. That was my segue. <laughs> Interesting segue. <laughs> From Killer Worlds to Waller Reserve. Got it. Are you having it with water? I mean, I have water yeah, as okay. a side. You know, I'm not like mixing it. It's just because it's hot out here in the garage a little bit still. Fair. I was playing with my air conditioner and now something weird is going on with it. I'm not entirely sure. And Tim, <laughs> what am I drinking? Okay, I'll tell you what. Yeah, I'm what drinking. are you drinking, Tim? <laughs> so at BSB, uh, Sheeter Brian Gorton gifted us with some crowlers from Swan Brewing of Lakeland, Florida, and I have something. It looks like it says Champ. It's a Mexican hot chocolate stout. I'm not normally a dark beer drinker, but this is really good. It tastes like I'm drinking cold hot chocolate. Ooh, that would. That was supposed to be mine. I know, but I don't drink coffee, so you had to have the other one. 
And that's what I'm drinking tonight, actually. I think it says it's either the bear or the bean, and I'm not quite sure. And this is the coconut coffee. And it it really tastes like like a coconut coffee from Starbucks in beer form. For some reason, I think that's probably going to say bean, like a coffee bean. Probably. And this, this, no one, no one's ever heard of a coconut bear. This might not even say champ, but that's what it looks like. <laughs> it's very pretty script. Yeah. So Brian, if you uh, know what these actually are supposed to be, please let us know. We would drop the show. But I'm really enjoying mine. Yes, we thank you very much. They're excellent yes. beers. They made it home safely. Just surprisingly enough. I was a little concerned. I had to drink mine in the uh, in the villa because I wasn't sure. I didn't, well, I wasn't going to have room. My luggage was overweight, so much like myself. So I figured I should have a beer. There you go. And uh, I killed mine. It was fantastic. Nut brown ale. It was great. Also couldn't read what it said. Okay, so it's not just us then. Oh no! It, 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 it's I could make out the word Mikey, and I think Brian wrote that. Yes. Kudos to you on that, Brian. It was legible. Um, the rest of it, you know, craft beer, craft penmanship. I got nothing. And it was literally born, or or canned the day of BSB, September sixteenth. Yeah. So it is a BSB yeah. beer. That's pretty cool. That's really we, cool. We need a BSB beer. We we need a three sheet. We need beer. to get our brewer Besides, online. We can contact well, our brewer. Yeah, we need some more of that rope drop IPA. Yeah. That was really good. I remember that. Bob, that look at you, Bob. Super tasty. We just remember not calling you out or anything, but so this week we're going to discuss an an attraction that's been on life support for a, a little bit of time now. It's been announced that it's been going the way of the dodo for a bit. We are going to be discussing illuminations, reflections of Earth. Which also sounds like some type of a Narcanon retreat. It does. <laughs> well, they had to get rid of it because they can't have two things on property called reflections. Confusing people. Oh, so that's oh, so that's why they closed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, didn't they like do a, a, another Disney has another show called Illuminations? Yeah. No. no. Like at Disneyland or something? No. No. The only thing at Disneyland is World of Color and. Whatever they're doing, my research, I actually pulled up a di- another show from Disney called Illuminations at some park somewhere. It might have been. Well, there's been different there's been versions, different of, versions of, Illumination. of Illumination. So, oh no, 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 this wasn't at Epcot. This because these videos were like a year or two old, and it was not Epcot. Maybe, I maybe it's uh, an Asian park. Could no. be. Not but that it I just know. seemed confusing, and then all I could think of is, oh well, okay, so they're going to get rid of it at Epcot. Unless it was the movie in France, but I forgot what the hell was... That was like Cinemagique or something like that. I was like, thought. Yeah, I... I never heard of another Illuminations. Oh, no, wait, here. Where is it at? Paris. Oh. There you is go. Is it still there? Yeah, the spectacularly sparkly Disney Illuminations show that lights up Sleeping Beauty Castle. Oh. So that's yeah. their castle show. Yeah. So it's not reflections of Earth. It's no, but it's still illuminations. That's weird. But is it illuminations? No, or is it's it just regular like illuminations. No, it's not a capital N. Okay. See, that's what makes a difference. Okay. Yeah. So, like, because the show replacing it is called what? I've got forever. Oh, oh God. I don't know. Harmonious. Yeah, like Harmony Us with, with capital the U.S. Capital, yeah. capital. Or is right. it Harmony U.S.? 
No, it's just I get all that. Us it's sometimes the Disney gets lazy naming shit. Just the US. Oh, okay. It's right. Harmony use use guys. Why's it got to be use guys? I tell you what, if I was from uh, the Bronx, I would or, or New Jersey or whatever, I would probably have like a a boy band called Harmony Harmony Utes. <laughs> and there'd just be two of us. The two Utes. Which is a, two Utes. It's not much of a boy band. Harmony the, the two, two Utes. Utes. <laughs> All right. So Tim has the history for us. So why don't you take it away, Tim? So the first fireworks show to bear the Illuminations name was actually Holiday Illuminations that opened in 1994. And that was just a typical Christmas show with um, Christmas Carol medleys. And that ran until 1998. Would this kind of be a precursor to the uh, processional no, kind of. um, actually, the the ending piece of Holiday Illuminations is what they put on Reflections of Earth at the end during the holidays. Oh, okay, okay. And then that paved way for the first iteration of Illuminations 25 for the anniversary, the 25th anniversary of Walt Disney World, which opened in September 21st, 1996. And ran until 1997, and that show started with the Remember the Magic, and all of the World Showcase pavilions, host countries, welcoming everybody to Epcot. They had Canada, Italy, France, Germany. And they had the World's Celebration song, and then the Future World song which is the Discovery Suite, Life Interventions, Imagination, Seas, Land, Energy, Motion, Communication, and then the finale was the Circle of Life. Then Illuminations 25B was... Beta. Yes. <laughs> which still was celebrating the 25th anniversary of Walt Disney World Resort, but they brought back classical music from earlier firework shows. And by classical, you mean synthesizers. Well, yeah, this was done to, to with synthesizers, but it was classical music synthesized. So when Illuminations 98 came around, it was still classical music, but not synthesized. So it was actually orchestral. It was actually orchestral, yeah. They have named, entitled, and numbered these Illuminations like Microsoft Windows versions. Well, I mean, well, that's yeah. how you get this show lasting for 20 years. Because it hasn't been the same show for 20 years. It just had the same name for 20 years. And this ran from February 1st, 1998 to September 21st, 1999. Which paved the way for Illuminations Reflections of Earth. That premiered October 1st, 1999. It actually premiered as Illuminations 2000. In the year 2000. And it was only supposed to be... <laughs> <laughs> it was only supposed to be around to celebrate the, the the Millennium Celebration, but it was so popular and well-received that Disney just dropped the 2000 from it, and it became Reflections of Earth, and it's been around for 20 years. It has, for 11 straight years, won Best Outdoor Night Production Show at the Golden Ticket Awards, which I'm guessing is like... Uh, I got a golden ticket. It's amusement. all that's going through my head right now. It's like amusement park reward awards. 
Yes, amusement park awards given out by Amusement Today. You see, I, I don't know if it's the... I like it, don't get me wrong, but I feel that World of Color is a, a lot better than this. I Well, we only saw the anniversary of World of Color, the 60th anniversary of World of Color. I've never seen the other one. I would still take the anniversary over this one. I would still take Illuminations. So now, am I the only one who might have seen any of the other Illuminations? I guarantee you I did not. I've seen none but this one. I want to say I saw Illuminations A. Is that what we'd call it? Yeah. With the, the countries. Yeah, the original. The original, yeah. right. And they would announce the countries, and as they were announcing them in their language, the country would light up. Yeah. I, I've seen videos I, and... I want to say I saw that one live as a kid. I could be making stuff. We never, we were never allowed to see the fireworks as kids. We had to leave before the fireworks started so we could beat the Russian people going to their cars. My family was bougie. We got to stay at the um, Contemporary. You, you go, you go watch the fireworks from the monorail. <laughs> That's what we were told. Kind of sad. It is. Because <laughs> those are pretty. So good the first fireworks. time I saw Illuminations was in two thousand and three. Okay. I don't remember the first time I saw it. I don't, I've been seeing it this particular I clearly show remember my first time. Wasn't that like last week? Year. Oh, it was last year? Okay. Yeah, we didn't make it out. Uh, yeah, it was last So, you know. It was last year at Germany when we. It was. Video bombed. Great place to watch it if you get a chance to, but you won't when this episode drops, I don't think. No. I doubt it highly. But it's still a great spot to watch the future. Nighttime Maybe. fireworks yeah, spectacular. We don't, yeah, we don't Maybe. know what that's going to... But, yeah. So the show itself is actually... The newest show is actually split up into three different acts. So the first act is called Chaos. The second act is Order. And the third act is a Meaning. The first act, Chaos, is basically representing the creation of the Earth. So you have... This is where the fireworks are going off. And you have the center of the loon with the flame embargo. Flame barge. Inferno Barge, whatever the hell you want to call it. The Flame Embargo. No more flames! <laughs> Where has an embargo on flames? I'm just going to keep on drinking. <laughs> no, hey, keep, hey, just keep drinking. Just keep drinking. <laughs> so, Act 2 is the order, and this kind of when the globe actually starts moving out, the flames are actually dying down, and the water effects start going. This is the slow part of the show, in my opinion where it takes a really, really long time for that globe to move out and get to the center of the lagoon. This is why I have a feeling that we will no longer have the globe once this show finally closes. And then it changes from... The globe itself actually starts off as red, then from red it goes to like a white, then from white to blue, and then the images actually start appearing on the globe. And there, it's a giant... LED circular screenish kind of setup. The lagoon, the countries around lagoon start lighting up except for two. And the two that if the Morocco doesn't light up and the Norway doesn't light up to keep it in symmetry. Because Morocco cannot have it lit up due to some religious significance on some of the replicas that are actually put in Morocco. Act three, the meaning, the globe actually opens up, it splits open. And the Unity Torch comes out, and We Go On is played, and you have your grand finale in this part. There's like a pretend finale. 
right before that. That everybody all applauds and claps, and then there, and then the, the third act shows up. A lot of people yeah. have yeah. seen it before get surprised, like, "Yeah, that was great! Woohoo!" They're like, "Oh shit, it's transforming! It's opening! It has the technology." <laughs> I've oh, seen that... enough sci-fi movies to know this is where the alien comes out. This is where the alien comes out and like kills everybody around the world. So, do you, do you think they're gonna put the globe in cast connection so somebody can buy it? Won't that guy that sells shit on eBay just steal it? Probably. I don't know if you'd be able to steal it. I hope they do what they did with some of the pieces from Spectra. Well, they took it apart and sold it piece by piece? Yes, I'd want a piece of the globe. I'd want a, I'd want a batch of them LEDs just to like get a pin or something. I think those LEDs are not little. No. but Because when you think of... They're bunches. Yeah, but they're... they're Bunch would probably take up the, your whole yeah, you chest. A jumbo pen. So you could be Iron Man. <laughs> You'd be like Tony Stark with your, you know, illuminations in your chest. Well, I'm sure Mikey will get into the tech of the globe. Mikey, how does the globe work? Uh, well, I mean, you can't shoot your wad early, Adam. You can't start off with the globe. But I want to start off with the globe. We got to start. You got to build it up. At the beginning. Lasers? And at... at the Inferno barges? Before that, the first bit of tech you have Control at Illuminations <laughs> are the torches. Oh, yeah. Technically, it's tech because it they tech. do come on remotely. I mean, it's it's just it's a, it's a, it's a gas lamp. Okay. I was just going to say. It's they, not... they don't have cast members out there lighting the citron like candles. Um, <laughs> although, I would want that job. That would be, that would be pretty lighter. amazing to see. <laughs> Can you imagine having to be, like, on the cherry picker to light those things, though, trying to get people out of your way? I, I, would, I would yell. I would I just be what's going to happen to those. Well, the flame embargo is going to go into effect, and they're going to get rid of them. <laughs> no, but, like... They're, know, like, permanent structures, though. I mean... Yeah, those are pretty... They work it into the new show, or... Or just leave them on. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a thing. it is a thing. It's yeah. A, it's just it's a thing. So, yeah, there, there's nothing too super fancy. With with the torches, they're just it's it's a gas torch. You, if you've ever eaten the marketplace, you've seen the same technology there. Um, the, but the second thing you get a chance to experience during the show is is the music and the narration. And all of this comes to you courtesy of speakers that are placed all around the park, not just in World Showcase. They're all around. But the the signal for that originates from the control center, which is located at the top of the pyramid in Mexico. So uh, the next time you're stumbling out of La Cava and you're looking to scale the pyramid, just understand that where you're going is the illumin well, was the <laughs> Illuminations Control Center. That's that's kind of uh, the main hub uh, for, for most everything. Um, it 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 stays in communication with all the barges using their Wi-Fi infrastructure there, and uh, all the barges in the lagoon um, they have they're set up with. Uh, multi-core cables and they've got a lot of redundancies and wireless backup so you know nothing if it goes down it shouldn't stop the show uh there are two other tertiary control centers out there actually there's one located in canada and one of the american adventure okay dumb question though because this show was put on well before wefi do you know how it was done before that probably with um, I would say RF. I would say there probably wasn't much for redundancy and everything was yeah. some type of RF frequency. Because I mean, I want to say one of the early times we've seen the show back in like the early 2000s, the, the globe just didn't come out. It just like stopped right by the bridge. 
Yeah, it said I'm not going yeah. today. So they just like cut it out of the show and just reworked the show. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I I didn't look at how they used to do it. Okay, right. no, I was just I was just curious because they what they what I, my Adam, guess would the, be. They were feeding out a quarter mile of land cable. <laughs> would it surprise me <laughs> the that they were doing it? Absolutely <laughs> not. It that, that's how they the got the the, the boat the barges back in. Is just got some guy cranking a lever, bringing in like he's you know crabbing. Um, <laughs> so. Um, then, then once the narration finishes, the next thing you have is you have this the pounding percussion kicks in, and when it reaches its crescendo, everything goes quiet and still, and, and then you have that single flare bursts across the sky, signaling the start of, of the show and the pyrotechnics involved with it. Um, now, Imagineers on the other side of the country at Disneyland actually invented a new way of launching the fireworks. So instead of using the hazardous uh, black powder that they'd cram down in the mortar tubes to fire them up. They developed a, a pneumatic launch system, which was a lot safer, and um, also allowed for the uh, the trail from the firework to be hidden. So you, if if you didn't, if you wanted to surprise somebody with the firework, the the pneumatic or the the air launch system would allow you to do that. So when you're watching that flare go across and it hits about the middle, and then because you're looking at it, and then boom, right there behind it, there's no trail on that because it's being shot up pneumatically. And you're like, oh, fireworks, yay. Um, and the fireworks are controlled by microchips. Uh, they are. Uh, now, the, uh, the, the reasoning for the pneumatic launch, obviously, like I said, is from Disneyland because California has their air quality act and stuff like that, so they had to develop this compressed air technology which um, it also uh, does let the explosions be perfectly timed with the music, so the launches um, are right on point, and they can nail, nail down, dial in the, uh, the height they want, it to, they want the, uh, the shell to travel to before it explodes. Um, now, not all of Disney World's fireworks are this way because they don't have the same restrictions on air quality that Disneyland has, but the vast majority um, are using this uh, pneumatic launch you know, technology. You can hear them go off. It, it's you not, can, yeah. You it still the, goes thump. Yeah, it, you don't hear that like crack noise. You hear that thump, right. thump, thump noise. Sounds, and then, sounds like a potato cannon. It does. It's like well, that's basically yeah, basically what it is. Well, it's, it's a t-shirt cannon. Is what it yeah. is. <laughs> um, now, like you said, Adam, to sync the fireworks to the music, they do have a timing chip that can be programmed to ignite. Uh, so you get a trail effect or just not ignite and just explode after a certain, you know, duration. Um, and actually, eliminations. Did I say eliminations? You sure did. Okay, well, <laughs> that's a little foreshadowing. <laughs> Illuminations show designers <laughs> um, actually went to China and met with the manufacturers of the fireworks to create um, these fireworks they want to use in the show so they have the exact blast radius and, and all that stuff. And uh, every morning, pyrotechnicians begin loading these barges, uh, these, these mortars into the tubes on these barges in the morning. They start crossing into the lagoon in the afternoon. They raise the drawbridge and start putting those guys through there. Um, and it, it's, it, I mean, it's, it's an ordeal. It take, it, it's an all-day thing. Uh, the numbers on this, there are 750 individual mortar tubes Jeez. used in each show inside of just one of the 56 firing modules. Damn. At 34 different locations, they produce over 2,000 
effects on regular show nights. During the holiday season, they add some extra stuff to it. They actually bring out two more barges, and you get 455 more shells fired, which give you 818 more effects. Look at that. 455 more fired that give you almost double the number of pieces going up for effects. That's bang for your buck. Except it costs $25,000 every night to put this damn show on. Does that include the shrapnel you get hit with? Yeah, that should hurt. It's it's environmentally friendly shrapnel. Um, so, well, the other question I have is, is the the cost you just said was that just for the regular show or was that for the add-on show as well? No, that's the regular show. Tanks. It's twenty-five thousand yeah, per show, night for a regular show. Yeah. So when when your you know your buddy who doesn't go to Disney says they got all that money, just understand that they're dropping twenty-five grand every night for a show. Less than half the people that went into that park are ever going to get are going to see, because they're either having a late ADR or they left early because their kids are crying. That's almost nine and a quarter million dollars a year just to give off illuminations for one park. One park. That's just okay. one park. That's not including and, and the extras. And you wonder the... why they're going to projections? Yeah. And kites. And kites. <laughs> hey, well, you know, I you say that, but they will still do fireworks. They're not going to get rid of fireworks. They yeah. got you can't. There's also a guy driving a sea doo. Yeah, so, so there's a little more than just projections and fireworks. Now you got to get some guys, some stuntmen, basically out there to choreograph their sea doo moves on the water. And uh, if you've ever flown a stunt kite, fuck all that noise. Well, but I want to say they used to have a water skiing show. They did. They did. Okay, they did. I'm not making that up because I no, remember no, Goofy yeah, they, they on water skis. I remember seeing that. Mm-hmm. And, and they, had, they had hang gliders. It, it was a daytime yep. show, so you had daytime fireworks, which, yay. Yeah. They still have them during the move it, dance it, yeah, shake well, it, break like, it, it um, burst. It's not like a remix whole it. firework show. Torque it. I think it was called Surprise in the Skies. That's what it was yeah. called. It was called Surprise in the Skies. That was a nighttime show. No. Yes. No. It was before um, Surprise in the Sky was before, what is it called? Is that before Wishes? Fantasy in the Sky was before Wishes. So what the hell was Surprise in the Sky? It's the one that Epcot had with the hang gliders. And and they were being oh, pulled okay. by that the was guys like for, on that lasted all of five minutes though that one yeah yeah but there's one video that's just amazing if you guys can go check it out God I I I've I've seen it like a dozen times I love it because it's so 19 like 94 it's it's ridiculous trucker hats and short shorts love it and that's on the guys I was just gonna say the short shorts are on the guys. <laughs> Um, okay, so yeah, now you've uh, you've experienced the fireworks. Things are starting to heat up quite literally because after the initial barrage of fireworks, the next tech aspect you get is the flame embargo. The flame embargo. <laughs> flame embargo. <laughs> it's another one I'm not going to live that down. Just yeah. add it along the list with festicles. Yep. And we, now we need a flame embargo. Shirt. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> The Inferno barge is basically our hundred and it's it's a one hundred and fifty thousand pound barge because this is where a lot of the show takes place. Yes, you know it, it, it it's it's wearing a lot of hats. Um, now a lot of people like to say that it basically um, is a big propane grill that just shoots a f- propane flame like your excuse me. <laughs> was that tasty? Yeah. 
Wellers. <laughs> it actually doesn't use propane. It uses isopar. Oh. Yeah. Which is a uh, synthetic paraffin solvent that is safer for the environment and cleaner burning than just burning propane all the time. Um, so to shoot them fireballs, them, them shoot them flame streams, not really balls, but flame streams, they use, uh, they use isopar for that. And uh, it does, it sends the balls of uh, fire flaming 40 feet or 60 feet, depending on, you know, how much oomph they plug into it, up into the air and also out vertic- or horizontally across uh, the water's surface. Uh, it does this with the use of um, 37 nozzles that are scattered around it. And on an average night... It will go through over 400 gallons Damn. of this isopar. Holy crap. That's a lot of isopar. It is. Which, which we just learned what that is. Yes. Right there. It's, it's not kind of fun to say. Now, the funny well, thing is, though, is that when I think about this show compared to uh, the um, Star Wars show. Yeah. I don't really feel the heat quite as much as I do when they laid off, let off those freaking flame cannons at the Star Wars show. The Star Wars show, you feel that Well, you're heat. closer. Yeah. No, I'm even talking about the nighttime show. Yeah, you're closer. Mm. Yeah, you're you're closer, and it's not traveling across water, water which is going to help dissipate yeah. some of that True. heat. It's it's bouncing across pavement, which, let's be honest, is already 104 degrees. Yeah, pretty much. Now the barge also has, uh, or the barge also had an air launch fireworks system on it. it had the pneumatic launch system on there. But in uh, September of 2005, they pulled it from the show, which may be why Tim didn't see it, because it underwent a six-month refurb, and they had a shortened show during that time um, because they had a mortar blow up in one of the while it was still inside of its tube. It wasn't because of the fire from the barge. It was just a malfunctioned uh, mortar shell. But it actually did some serious damage to the barge, uh, it took six months to fix it, and after that, it was returned to the show. They pulled all the uh, the mortar tubes off of it. They revamped the uh, the show a little bit and scattered those new um, shell launchers uh, to the the center slip uh, barge that was there. So now they don't they no longer shoot any shells off the uh, the inferno barge. It's just there for flames. And at the end of a show, if there's any isopar left in the tanks after everybody's cleared out. They just fucking let that bitch rip. See, from what I understand, they will, if you you can hang around, well, you used to be able to hang around in the park and wait for it. Yeah, kind of like Epcot's Kiss Goodnight. Because <laughs> we've seen it once or twice. Yeah. Way back when. Well, you want to talk about a crazy fireball kind of situation. Yeah, yeah it's, right? It's it, absolutely insane. Because it's not like, it's not timed or controlled or anything. They're just blowing yeah, that shit it's out. It's like watching your Uncle Steve on the barbecue grill. You know, you got the flames <laughs> just going. It makes sense to do that, though, because they, you know, they have to basically moor it up someplace on property for stowage overnight, and you don't want to take a chance. Something yeah. going haywire. Yeah. So, bleed it off. It ain't like it's Freon. Right. Well, I think that's, that's why, that's how the Kiss Goodnight came about, because any fireworks that didn't go off, they'd have to shoot them off just in case. Okay, well. And, you know what, that'd be an interesting thing. I'd like to find out the tech, how they find the fireworks that didn't go off and isolate that tube to then shoot it off. Unless they got some poor schlep having to run around there counting tubes and dropping them in backup tubes. Looking, looking uh, down at it with a flashlight. Oh, God. <laughs> or, or, you know, like the old fire, the old radio station here would do, you'd, you'd look down there with the little light of the of the, the punk 
as <laughs> you're trying to peer in there and see it, and then like, an ember falls off. Like when and we were kids. That's you lose you lose an eyeball. Well, I mean, the other thing I could think they must have some sort of word where they could just shoot the pneumatics. Yeah. Like in sequence, and just shoot, shoot and shoot, clear out the. Out, yeah. 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 I guess you could probably just reshoot. If if one didn't fire, then you reshoot it. I see what you're yeah. saying there. I'm with you, Adam. Okay, so now that the uh, the the flame embargo is fully involved, you have is a new element. The water embargo? Play. No, you you have you have the the full color laser system they have installed. Um, okay. Kind of takes over before you have the water features. Um, this and was the, the weakest part of the show. At yeah. the beginning, because yeah. all they used to have is the the standard green. Now yeah. it's it's fun to look at, but I it used to be just, be just that that nasty eighties green later. That eighties neon green. Don't say it. Don't knock Voyage of the Little Mermaid. I don't want to hear that. I shit. knew it was coming. <laughs> hey, we, nobody said it. You did. Yeah, you uh, brought we're it, gonna up. Bring it up. I've now that you mention like, it, oh, three of those shirts, and I freaking love it. I gotta buy it before I shit can it later on in the month. <laughs> <laughs> So did you yeah. see, wait wait Mikey did you see it this time? No, I didn't get a chance to. Okay, did you see it your last trip? Yes. Okay. I got he saw that, out. but he didn't see the people mover. So yeah, no <laughs> Mikey. <laughs> Yay, mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Chloe. Team Cloaca. Um, yeah, so you've got these laser emitters, and they're um, stashed on American Adventure, Canada, and Mexico. And basically, they're high-powered uh, laser projectors that launch laser light into the air as either beams or patterns, or they can make, like, very simple images. Um, but it looks like there's more than just three of these because they've got bounce mirrors scattered everywhere. Mm-hmm. So they can take three beams and make it look like it's, you know, 12 to 20, depending on, you know, how they want to bounce it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah, and these are scattered around the on the islands and then on the uh, rooftops, you know, of the pavilions around World Showcase. Uh, Now, uh, in November of 2014, the laser program got a pretty big upgrade. So they also got, they they got uh, state-of-the-art lasers, which allowed for more patterns and colors, but they also got laser, uh, extra projectors put out on the islands within World Showcase Lagoon. And then in 2014, in December of 2014, which is weird, like in, in November, they're like, we're going to upgrade. And then in, De- in December, they're like, oh, no, we're going to really upgrade. They switched from um, ion lasers, which use a stupid amount of energy, to solid-state lasers, which are more efficient. So in addition to saving electricity, the solid-state lasers also meant that uh, it didn't have to be water-cooled, which blew my mind to think about the original lasers just basically had... Uh, they had listen they would go through um hundreds of gallons of water every night with the original ion lasers just to run wow. the show i was wondering i wonder if they just put it through like the lagoon <laughs> I'm, i i don't know i would be interested to see maybe that's why a couple of the there's... fish that we caught last week were had like three eyes and shit <laughs> they had some burns. <laughs> some radiation burns. The lasers. No, I, I would just be because you have that big body of water right there. Yeah, I, that would make sense. They'd have to run it through some type of a biological filter, so you, you know they, it's, they it's probably not had funky. A, a closed loop system to cool those things. Or yeah, well, well, no, because they, they would actually no. um, it reduced water consumption by thousands of gallons a night. 
So they weren't doing a closed loop. It couldn't be a closed loop because those things would, if it was closed loop, the size radiator you, radiator you would need to cool that down would be the size of a small air conditioning unit. Yeah, so be, thank thank be. God for them solid state lasers. There you, there you go. go. And more colors you get out of solid state too, I want to say. And that's it. Yep, that's why things look better. Now, uh, fun fact, the FAA requires any outdoor laser shows obtain advanced permission from the local airports and let them know they've got a showing. So this means that, this is great, I love this, every night MCO gets a call from Mexico Control to let, before the show begins <laughs> to let them know so that they can advise air traffic that's going to be passing overhead. That's Wait, <laughs> I just like it. It's called Mexico Control. It's called Mexico Imagine Control. that guy getting that call every night. Like, yeah, we know. It's Epcot, we know. <laughs> well, I guess, I mean, the one time they don't call, can you yeah. imagine if they have to call from America Control? Harrison Ford is going to try to put down in the lagoon. <laughs> there are snakes on this plane. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you got Tom Hanks complaining, I got one in my boot, so what the <laughs> hell, man? Okay. Now, this this next tech bit kind of runs alongside the uh, the laser lights a little bit. So it's hard to really tell exactly when it comes into play. But, um, you know, you've basically got spotlights, basically. There's a ring of eight programmable searchlights that are called synchrolites, and they kind of, you know, run around the uh, World Showcase. Um, they can be remotely controlled, and they get programmed. That, that you can control the brightness on it. They can change the colors with, uh, with you know, different, you know, color wheels that spin across it, like filters. Um, specifically, they were built with four colors in mind, which would have been lavender, mint, pumpkin, and lagoon blue, which were the Wait, original. What? Stop it! Wait for real? <laughs> for real? Those are those are tech. Those are the original Epcot colors for for um, reflections of Earth, illuminations of Earth, reflection of this show. <laughs> Can we get a Weller's embargo? <laughs> You have to put that on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> well, then it ain't happening. That bill's not making it past the house. Um, yeah, that's what you had, and that's that. That's the colors that they wanted for reflections. I, I don't know why, but they wanted that color palette: lavender, mint, pumpkin, and lagoon, which I I call lagoon blue because I can't imagine it being green, but it may have been. But thank God, in December uh, of 2011. The pyrotechnic team moved toward the environmentally friendly firework products at their visit to China. But to make them environmentally friendly, they weren't able to get all those beautiful colors. And instead, you get the standards orange, green, magenta, and yellow. So because of this, the synchrolites were refitted with new colors to match the new fireworks. And you see these um, kind of these lights kind of here and there, but more often during the... Uh, you know, during uh, the middle section to and toward the end, they're used. They light pavilions. They illuminate the smoke over the lagoon. They make crisscrosses uh, in the sky. It's it's just it adds a little bit of depth to it. So instead of all lasers, you get you know large color washes. And and this leads us. You know, you've you got light. You got fire. You got explosions. You got brimstone. Now the you got only, a sun. wait before you go on. The only problem that I have with a lot of the lights and the fire. I mean, a lot of lights and the lasers. Is that if it's a breezy night, or for some reason the smoke is dissipating or just yeah. going away too quickly, 
all the effects die. This is true. Because true. we've seen it a few times where you can't see you see the beam of like the light reflecting off of something from the laser, mm-hmm. but you actually don't get the beam. And especially when they do the wave effect and all that, right, like you know, right, your little right. mermaid effect. Mm-hmm. If there's not enough smoke or debris pretty much in the air to catch it, it does it doesn't look good. I honestly would, would say that more often than not they get that smoke that hangs out there typically i mean it's a gamble and realistically you got to think about it you have a fireworks show you don't you can't always control the wind so mm-hmm. you've got smoke hanging there and it looks like shit um but if you add some lasers to it oh well we meant for this to happen it's a happy it's a 80s disco exactly Ooh, it's like mm-hmm. happy trees so i i mean i you roll the dice every night you gamble some more often than not i think you win i and, and realistically, with what they're doing with their lasers, the emitters are probably, you know, pretty pricey. But as far as what they're doing with it, the technology behind that isn't that amazing, like difficult to uh, manipulate. So they may still be there tomorrow. Uh- <laughs> pretty much. Well, I'm, I mean, there's some, they're not going to just get rid of these lasers they just replaced. Right. No. To, no, five years is not enough time to just junk that technology, in my opinion. The light, uh, maybe, because they're well, always upgrading DJ light. It's basically what they are, like DJ effect. Yeah, oh yeah, no, they're they're lights. yeah, they're par fives or something like mm-hmm. that. That's a word I know. So I mean that that's basically all they are with um, an XLR controller, which is not out of this world. You can actually buy them at your local guitar center. Yes, you can. So, I mean, if anybody wants to set up their own illuminations, please let us know. Oh, yeah, I can give you a link where you can get an isopar system that'll run off a DMX controller as well. Awesome. If you build a frontal barge in your backyard, you'll be the coolest shooter around. It won't be a barge if it's in their yard, Tim. That's you never know. the deck. You never know. <laughs> By the time well, they try to put it out, pond, it may start floating. Well, well, if you have a koi pond that you'd like to set on fire. Some people have ponds on their property. That's hey, Holmes, Matt Holmes. I'm looking at you. <laughs> I want a one quarter scale uh, inferno barge, and we will we will this fourth next Fourth of July we'll have our own illuminations. <laughs> if you have that, I think we'd get try to get our asses down there. Fourth of July, we'll we'll get a little bitty a little bitty globe <laughs> <laughs> floated out but in the I'm middle of the yet. water. Nineteen tiki torches to put around his pond. <laughs> Put a flashlight yes. in the globe to make it light up. LED light inside the globe. It'll be perfect. <laughs> I'll put a projector on it. Okay, so yeah, um, you've had the explosions, you've had the fire. The middle of this show kind of cools down a lot. Like Adam said, it gets it gets slow. It's soft. It's somber. It's pretty. So there's music, and this is where you have the fountain barges that have already, you know basically moored out there on the uh on the lagoon um each of these barges is going to have 40 water nozzles and a high strength pumping system that allows them to shoot jets of water like stupid high up in the air and then out from it um they actually can create a skirt that covers up the entirety of the barge so it just looks like it's floating on a, a cloud of water uh and they've it's got an onboard lighting system that lets you know the colors of the water change a little bit to, to work with the with the music and also some with the fireworks and stuff like that. 
Um, each of these barges will pump through 4,000 gallons of water per minute. Damn. Thankfully, they recirculate it, but I would actually be interested to see how the water line moves when they start illuminations because I know it, it should be a visible kink. Uh. Between, between the, the, the barges and the, uh, well, they don't have the ion lasers anymore, but... I mean... You're also forgetting a minute. Yeah, but you're forgetting how big that lake is. Forty acres. Because it's not you're not just looking at the water in that little area. You're looking that lake goes all the yeah, way out. You're right. Because we, we we did. We took a boat in there last Yeah, so yeah, you should you're right. Never mind. Know you know what? Don't worry about the math, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. It ain't that important. Just 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 understand that uh a there's lot of some water. barges. With uh, some pressure washers hooked up to them, it makes it makes pretty looking uh, floral displays. It's like a little bitty Bellagio. Uh, at times, I think this was even before Bellagio. Well, I mean, these are pretty stationary. They do shoot up and they shoot out. Yeah, but they never really like they don't dance. Like, dance. So what I'm guessing is that these are going to be repurposed for the Moana exhibit. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I don't okay. think you want 4,000 gallons of water shooting at kids. <laughs> It'd be fun to watch, me? though. Watch. <laughs> watch, I'm going to look you face. with his face. I would fast pass that just to that show just to watch it, man. Well, just, just think about how quick it would be make changing diapers yeah. and stuff. You know? Little Billy is now a skeleton. I'm here to tell you, I know what, what that feels like. When I had that cocktail scrub in Vegas, it was a bad deal. Oh, 1,000 PSIs doesn't feel too good against your skin. It doesn't. It, no PSIs should go against your skin unless they're magnum PSIs. Okay, Adam, here's the part you want to talk about. I've only been going on for half an hour about tech, but you gave me tech. I like, Mikey, I gave you tech for the simple reason that you, you, this is the, I know you enjoy this. I do. I do. I enjoy it. I enjoj- enjoy it. And I've cut a whole lot out. I know you did. <laughs> uh, but the centerpiece of the show is the Earth globe. It's going to be your 28-foot diameter rotating globe. It's secured to a 350-ton barge. And it was the world's first spherical video display system. That's what Disney likes to say. It's not a complete sphere. Spherical. It's spherical. I, I mean, it's not... It's not, a, it's not the display isn't a complete ball because it does no. o- only the uh, the land masses of Earth are shown, and the bottom's flat. But you, you, you know, so's the whole Earth if you ask some people. No, stop, <laughs> oh, God. Mikey. No politics. No flat Earth. It's it makes for an easy projector screen. I'm just saying, Mikey. No flat Earth. <laughs> well, you know, Disney doesn't like to do easy, so no, they don't. They don't. So um, now, Tim. You were wanting to get a little uh, LED pixel off of this, I think, if they were parting it out yeah. at a swap meet. Um, uh, the globe is actually covered in more than 15,000 clusters of LED lights. Each cluster has a dozen diodes in it. Damn. Yeah, that's almost 200,000 LEDs. <laughs> so there's a lot going on there. I like to be the guy who's like, fuck, we got one pixel out. <laughs> we've seen it where whole sections are out. Yeah, we've seen it where whole out. sections are out. 
Like there'd well, just be a line across one of the or countries. a square, <laughs> a square missing. Yeah. <laughs> I might, I might have information about that as well. Uh, I might not. I could be making it up. So um, it sits on top of a ten-foot rotating pedestal and has two hundred and fifty. In addition to these fifteen thousand clusters, it has two hundred and fifty-eight mini tiny strobes. 43 oh, yeah. on each pedal because it does like the whole ping, 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 yeah. ping, 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 ping. This barge is the only one in the show that actually keeps a driver on board. How the hell is a driver sitting that thing with the flames going off? Well, the flames go up. Yeah, still, well, it's still hot. It's still hot. <laughs> we can feel that um, from the shore. It, it makes sense, though, that there's a, there's, a, there's a pilot on board because it doesn't, it's not in the middle of the no, lagoon when move. the show starts. Yeah. Um, he actually has an infrared guidance system that gets him out there to the exact spot where he can park, so anchor, it's whatever much he's doing. Autopilot. Kind of well, thing. no, he's probably got. I, you know what, Tim? Quit poo pooing. All right. <laughs> he he ain't there flipping a switch. Okay, he's 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 a pirate. I mean, a pilot. Um, yeah, that's how he gets out there in the dark. Because uh, he has to Arr. get out there. Arr. On the barge. On the barge. <laughs> Sorry. Um, now, when this, uh, when this barge was built, it was constructed in four major components, and they were assembled on site in Epcot. The, uh, the, uh, this may be... Yeah, I'm telling you right now, this next fact is why this is going away. Okay. The LED display is ran by a Pentium 2 <laughs> server... Pentium 2? Is it really a Pentium 2? Running Microsoft this Windows day? 95, maybe 98. Wow. No. Wow. Yeah. You, I mean, think well, about it. When long, this was built. When this was built. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't have to interface to anything, no. really. Nope. Nope. And all it's um, doing is well, projecting it, video. It, that's it. That's it. Now, it's uh, it's got, um, again, the, much like the, Tell the me fireworks about show. drive. No, no, it's a lot of. Uh, I'd see. I didn't. I didn't want to get that nerdy into it, Adam. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so I, I I skimmed over all that with my notes about what what's going on. It no, it 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 it. It's actually it's a set of servers that handle. Okay. All this. Okay, that makes and kind of some more sense. There, there's 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 two of them running side by side in sync with each other as a fail safe. So if one goes out. They can immediately switch to the other one, and the show doesn't experience much lag as a result gotcha. of that. Um, the this now this again this this is the tells the age of of the uh, of the the machinery and, and the computer systems and everything. Um, the the video file formats are uncompressed AVIs for real, so they're ungodly large. Which is stupid because it looks like, it looks like shit from, from Far around away, world yeah, showcase. Yeah. Okay, I, I mean you can't. A, a fucking GIF would have been better mm -hmm. than what they're doing. Well, at least AVI was the technology back then. Exactly, though. exactly. I mean, it, it might even be Divix. I don't know. Shit, Divix! Holy shit! Because they couldn't get XVID. But, um, yeah, you've got. You've, you've got uncompressed AVIs, and uh, they do pass through a mask to output the pixels only to the spots where the land masses would be. 
on the uh, on the country. So there's actually portions of those videos you can't see because they're masked out. As far as that video, there are just under 300 pictures that show up on the globe, and these images and, and video files are compiled from like you know Image Bank, National Geographic Archive films, and there's some custom shot live footage. And a little bit of, uh, I, think, I think there's one actual CGI component that was built for it. And then, in the final act of the show, the Earth globe opens up and blossoms like a flower. The torch is revealed. Um, the, the aliens come for your souls. And a, <laughs> a 40-foot tall flame is launched skyward above the water while the boat captain cowers in fear because maybe this is the day <laughs> when everything goes up suit. in flames. What where the fuck they get? The computer part's still blowing my mind a little bit. Where the fuck are you going to get a Pentium 2 processor radio when shack. that shit goes? Well, not even Radio <laughs> Shack There is anymore. no Radio Shack anymore. Maybe they, Circuit City. Maybe they, bought, they bought like a bulk supply of them. Listen. Sam Goody. Places are always throwing out old computers, man. Yeah. I picked yeah, up Pentium all kinds. I picked up all kinds of processes when Whirlpool was closing its doors and I worked in IT there. I came home with, I was Johnny Cash. I was stealing a computer one piece at a time. It was 1997. This is, yes, 1997. Yes, you probably still could get a Pentium 2. You know what, though? I doubt. I I doubt it's still running on Pentium 2 because it was upgraded in the the mid-2000s. They they might have upgraded the computer system. I think it's just, uh, personally, I think it's one of those things, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, because everything's relying on mm-hmm. that. I agree. I, I, I can still picture it running a Pentium, too. I just don't and even know where I can 100% get the process, guarantee so. you that they probably haven't had to replace much on it, because old computers didn't burn up as often well, as yeah, new especially computers. Especially that, that one is just well, projecting I mean, an image. But you also have to understand the stress that that computer has. It's, it's always by water, and it's always heating up. Because if that computer's on that barge, that flame barge is not only affecting the guy, the, unless it maybe maybe no, I don't know. I, don't, I need to tell you this. Maybe it's water if, if they're if they're parting out that computer, at the end of this show, I'll take it. <laughs> no, I'll take it too. Because it'll never it'll never wear down on you. <laughs> then I'll get you won't be able to do anything on it. Go belly up. Oh, you kidding me? I could do all kinds of stuff on that. What are you going to do on a Pentium two? You can run a, a twenty-eight diameter. Fucking LED globe with it. Damn right I can. <laughs> That's it. I I got to get Linux it on it. Now in the in the summer of two thousand eight, again Tim, this may be when you didn't see. No, we didn't go into what was. Well, okay, well, uh, in, in the, the summer of of eight, they had a shortened, modified version of the show that allowed uh, the Earth globe to be refurbished, and that refurbishment. Um, installed a new LED video system so they got you know all new clusters of pixels which improve says it improved the clarity of the video but it's so far out there it's not like a spherical flat screen so it, it, it is difficult to really get a lot of detail um, they, they didn't change the content at all they just you know upgraded the the I mean, unless they added more pixels to it, you can't increase the detail. Well, the other problem is is that if they're still using AVIs and the DPI would have to be reset, and it yeah. it just it, I can't tell the it difference can between the first time I saw it and it the last time I saw it. You still 
you're getting motion blur still because the thing is turning and uh, yep. it's just... They, they probably got more reliability from right. newer LEDs as that technology increased, but God... The people, the people still look. They they came out of Minecraft. Hey, don't don't sully the name of Minecraft, buddy. Well, they look like they look like Laura Croft in the first Tomb Raider video game with her Madonnas. Yes. Tim, you're an electrical engineer, kind of sort of, right? Kind of sort of, yeah. Okay, could you imagine being the poor asshole that had to resolder all those LED clusters back on there when they up? I'm sure they're modular. On. They would have to be modular. Well, maybe so. Maybe they. Maybe well, they I mean, you still have to from... solder the modules. I mean, they've they've yeah, probably still... hundred or so LEDs to a module because we have seen where there's like a square block of LEDs that mm. were out, so they'd have to be modules. Well, you'd think they would have the technology that we have currently. Well, I say that. I mean, listen, I got a bulb goes out on my Christmas tree and it stays lit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the pegs. You know, peg I would now. be. I would be so happy <laughs> if if um, Toy Story Land had a big ass light bright oh, you could right. play with. That would be that would, oh, be, that would be so awesome. I mean, I'm, I'm talking pegs the size of uh, you know a twenty ounce bottle or something. You Just see, big the, ass pegs. But the problem is with those pegs is I can see a kid trying to impale their brother or sister on one, or somebody would try to take one home. Yeah, <laughs> who would try I, to shove that down their bra? Or pants, Tim. <laughs> or, or Stephanie. I would, or, put it, or, I would put it in my book bag for sure. Is, is, yeah, is, that, a, is that a peg in your pants? Or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> Bend over and I'll show you. Both. The answer is both. Yeah, the answer is both. I can, <laughs> I can peg you with this. Which end do you want? <laughs> Choose wisely. <laughs> Whatever choice you have may be the wrong one. One is conical, but one is narrower. It's all on you right now. <laughs> It's all on how adventurous you want to be. <laughs> so yeah, um, to summarize, butt sex for the light bright pig. Adam, take it away. All right, fair enough. So you know, as every Disney show and every Disney event and every Disney park, holidays are a special thing. So Illuminations was never left out of the festivities, and we had some special tags at the end of each season. So Tim's going to tell us a little bit about some of those special tags. So the first one, which I said before, is the holiday finale, which is a throwback to holiday illuminations. At During the holiday season, after the regular finale, there's a special holiday finale tag that immediately follows. A female announcer announces, and now at this special time, as we embrace the promise of a new year, we would like to offer one final message, and the song Let There Be Peace on Earth is played. The earth barge returns to its original closed look, and once it's closed, the barge's message, the barge's display shows a message, peace on earth, goodwill to men, in multiple languages. When a language corresponding to a specific pavilion is spoken, that pavilion lights up, and the final pavilion is the American pavilion. After it lights up, then a female announcer does a whole spiel about, you know, peace on earth, goodwill to men, you know, yada yada. We saw this. I was a yeah, mess yeah. after this tag. It is I was very a bl- blubbering moving mess after this tag. I know you're all shocked I cried everything. It is a very moving tag. It's more more so than the original, like the standard Illuminate show. This show kind of promotes more unity than the original show does. Fun fact. 
the holiday tag uses the same amount of pyrotechnic devices as the whole entire Illuminations Reflections of Earth show. It's a continuous fireworks display through the whole song. Mm-hmm. So the next up is the 4th of July celebration, which they do, I believe, on the 3rd and the 4th. This, this is later. It show, it's shown at 10 p.m. And after the show, the song Yankee Doodle Dandy plays. And the fireworks shoot up from the roof and behind the American Adventure Pavilion. Beginning, the official name of the tag is the Heartbeat of Freedom. That kind of, I guess that it kind needed of, to be the heartbeat of America. That's Chevrolet. <laughs> I know. Which is but it, 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 it's a sponsor for a lot of stuff in Epcot. So, it's fireworks in the lagoon are synchronized as if they were marching along to the drum beat. Then Stars and Stripes Forever plays. The Earth Barge displays images of American independence during a flute solo. Ooh. Ooh. It's one time at band camp. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I knew you were going to go there. Well, listen, I'd rather go there with a flute you know, than an oboe. You know, when your barge opens, it's it's where the flute goes. Just got to clinch on the reed. Not too tight or it'll squeak. So in 2006, the show was altered and songs were played for the 230th year of the U.S. independence. At the beginning, the Battle Hymn of the Republic is played. The American Pavilion lights up as fireworks shoot up from all around the American Pavilion. And before the end of the tag, hundreds of fireworks shoot up in the lagoon as the show ends. And after the the show is over, God Bless the USA is played. And the Earth Barge displays the US flag. And that stupid laser on the Spaceship Earth writes, Happy Birthday America. And then celebrating whatever year it is for America's birthday. That laser just looks bad, and I, I, it's and, awful. And it I know that I am, I am absolutely pro laser, okay. But Removal? it looks bad. It, it, it it's tacky. I mean, it wraps around so you lose some definition on both ends, but it just it just doesn't. Don't do the laser. I mean, do they still do it? They don't. Oh, yes. yes, do they? They yes. wrote something uh, on it the last time we watched it. No, it was the um, countries. Right. They, no, it said good night in different languages. I so, mean, t- yeah, they do that as well. I really think, I know they've got projectors that shine up there well, because yeah, I made it look like fucking Mike Wazowski. Yeah, I was about to yes. say that. They made it look like Mike Wazowski. There's now. no reason to use that laser anymore if you've got a good surface yeah. and you've already got it masked and mapped out. Just put Will Common on there and be done with it. You forgot about our tag. The anniversary tag. I'm getting there. Th- thank you for this time. And this, in that time. There's a bunch of more tags. I mean, I got three more. <laughs> okay. it, oh, you know what? Keep tagging that ass. So for <laughs> for this show, there are more than 2,000 shells launched from 32 barges. Damn. Wait, 32 barges? 32 barges. That that doesn't they, sound. They right. probably float out some little tiny ones. Probably little, little tiny barges. They did have some two mortar barges on the tag that we saw, where it's just you could see like just two yeah. tubes and a little island. They, they look like <laughs> little spare tires floating around. Yeah, I, mean, I have a hard time calling that a barge. What would you call it? I would call it a float. <laughs> that something that small does not barge into a room; it just simply floats in. 
Tim Skiffy goes, "Are you done, Faze?" Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, okay. Tell me, a, tell me more about your flotilla. I didn't, I didn't interrupt your tech. Do not interrupt my tags. <laughs> All right. So the next one is a New Year's Eve countdown edition. Every December 31st, a special New Year's Eve countdown show occurs, beginning at 11:40. The show begins with the original show, and then it's immediately followed by a special countdown show. Highlights of the New Year celebrate celebrate in individual countries, which it goes in order of time zone. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I, I was I just found that out this this as we were researching for the show. It starts with Japan and China, followed by the European countries: Italy, Norway, France, Germany, and the countries in the GMT time zone: Morocco, United Kingdom. And then during the presentation, fireworks shoot from the back of each pavilion. Accompanied by custom celebration music from each country, I want. I, I want to see this. Do this. So now I gotta go. You said we weren't allowed. Wait, time out. You said we were. I, I, we're not oh, allowed God, to go in New Year's Eve because it's it's like panic-inducing to whoa, be in whoa. Disney hey, World during that we, time. We are year. not. We are not having a domestic dispute on this. We show. are we having, having a domestic, domestic dispute on the show right, right now. now because I want to go one year for New Year's <laughs> Eve. Tim has. Tim says no. I want to go for crisp for holiday decorations. So. So the, the countdown begins at 10 seconds prior to midnight with the North American nations, United States, Canada, and Mexico. The countdown starts with a dong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Which, sorry. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. I did it on purpose. <laughs> Which originates from the American Pavilion and leads the massive celebratory oh? firework display at midnight, including a 360-degree launch of fireworks around the World Showcase Lagoon as Old Lang Syne is played. I can't promise it would be a massive celebration at midnight, but there would be fireworks. There you after go. After that 10 seconds of dong. <laughs> Pretty big dong. <laughs> Listen, Eddie, if you're from America, you're not getting 10 seconds of dong. I'm just saying. America. America. <laughs> I was not prepared for your dong, Tim. It caught me off guard. Oh, my. I'm sorry I laughed at it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this 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 next one intrigued me because I we were here for this one, and as Epcot's, no, we weren't here for this one. It was the, we were there for this year, but we didn't. It was a one day only show. It was Epcot's 25th anniversary special. So on October 1st, 2007, a four minute long tag commemorating Epcot's 25th silver anniversary followed Illuminations Reflections of Earth. This was the first use of the so-called World War Three barges. That tripled the amount of fireworks. Hang on, I'm the tech guy. I got nothing on a World War Three barge. They, there were these massive barges that literally. I mean, have you seen any of the anniversary shows? They brought them back out for the 35th anniversary, and it was insane. Dude, like you figure, like the barge that you see now, and it, it's pretty beefy. Yeah. Now figure just like longer and wider. So it's basically shells on shells on mm -hmm. shells. Yes. And it's just like, okay. it's a non-stop, the whole tag is just a non-stop barrage of fireworks. I was hoping you would say, a, I was hoping you would say barrage. God, I was I hoping you would say barrage. That's, I wanted him say, to say dong again, honestly. No, no, no. I want, I want, I want him to say barrage. It's a barrage I, of dongs. Throw, I had him to throw me some rampart one more time. Just like last week with the rampart. With the red glare. <laughs> <laughs> the dongs bursting in air. <laughs> so this is when they started to bring back 
classic Epcot music with We've Just Begun the Dream, the Tapestry of Nations, Tapestry of Dreams. And after the show, a retro music loop played throughout the park, beginning with Horizons. So this took after midnight to burn through all of the fireworks. Because there's well, so many. I mean, the, the, the one that we saw was absolutely insane. Yeah, so the 30th anniversary special was the same thing on October 1st, 2012. Another four-minute-long, one-day-only tag commemorating the 30th anniversary. It was also followed by a playback of music from Epcot's early days and a laser show. I love me a laser show, guys. I'm sorry. We missed a laser show. We were on a On barge. the back of... No, that was the 30th. We were on the, for the okay. 35th. The laser show on the back of Spaceship Earth. And there's a no, ten, no, ten so extra barbies. No, no. Yeah. God, that just, that just, it just so looks bad. For the 35th anniversary, we were actually at this on a fireworks cruise in the lagoon. It, it included music from all the closed attractions as well as extra fireworks from extra barges, including the World War Three barge. Mm-hmm. And it was literally like, I mean, it was so blinding. It looked like daytime. It did. It was so many fireworks. <laughs> it looked like daytime. And the, the retro music, I mean, we were, we were being pelted with shrapnel. We had this red dye all over our arms when we were done, but it was just worth it. The guy's like, you got to put on his hard hat and his fucking goggles if you want to be out We didn't it. have to put on the hard know, hat, but we actually, I won't, I'll never forget this because our boat driver or party boat driver, whatever you want captain. to call him. He's your captain. He's captain. Yeah, the captain, but he was getting yelled at by people. Oh, because he because they were being told to move back, and he's like, absolutely not. These people paid for this experience; they're going to get this experience. That's a good captain. You guys and got his card, right? He handed out his glasses. We handed out. We were wearing glasses. I don't remember if I was wearing a hard hat. No, we weren't wearing hats. I was exaggerating. Some of the other boats were wearing hard hats, but it was funny because we were on the boat and we got glasses. But that special viewing area, the dessert party, yeah, didn't get anything, and they were sticking out further than we were. Yeah, they got chairs. Yep. Which is, they, they just, which is, they, they also lost some eyesight. It's fine. Where we met <laughs> you know. Martin of Martin's Vids. Yes, oh, which is pretty awesome. And we're That's in his awesome. video for the 35th yeah. anniversary. Ah. Look yep. it up. You'll see us waving. waving. Alrighty. So, last but not least, I'm going to wrap it up a little bit with talking about the music. The music was composed by Gavin Greenway. Now, Greenway is actually a colleague, colleague of Hans Zimmer. Um, Hans Zimmer actually asked Greenway to take on this project because he was actually too busy. Why is your what's going no, on? No, because I would have loved a Hans Zimmer soundtrack for this. Well, he did end up um, collaborating a little bit with Greenway at the start of the process, but I mean they they've collaborated before. The score, Reflections of Earth, was actually recorded with a seventy-one per, seventy-one piece Philharmonic. Fuck me, I cannot talk anymore. Mickey's Philharmagic recorded the soundtrack. (laughs) (laughs) Done. 71-piece Philharmagic Orchestra. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the the glasses they handed out were 3D glasses for you guys. They were. So you could sit there and, you know what? They do. There were some events where they actually handed out the Spectrum glasses. You know the ones with the prisms in it? Yes. Yeah. So they actually did hand those out sometimes. I love those at Christmas time. I give them to the little kids, and they put them on, look at Christmas. She's like, whoa! I'm like, right, you're stoned. <laughs> you did a lot of acid. That's what this looks like. Right? This is like, LS, <laughs> this is like LSD attached to cardboard, kid, which is <laughs> also called an acid tab. <laughs> so Zimmer and Greenway talked about it with the product, 
at the beginning of the project. The score was Reflections of Earth was recorded with a 71-piece Philharmonic Orchestra and a 30-voice chorus. The piece was actually used in a whole bunch of different things. Um, ABC 2000 Today was a 25-hour-long program that followed the beginning of two, the year 2000. It was in also used during... Ho- in the year 2000. In the year 2000. In 2000, also, the score was used during Hong Kong's Chinese New Year's celebrations. ABC has used this piece of music a lot. It's also used it in 2002 for December 31st, 2001, January 1st, 2002. And ABC used it as a theme for their televised election coverage throughout 2002 and 2004. October, 24, October 4th, 2008, the 20, 250th anniversary of pittsburgh pennsylvania the soundtrack was used except for the chaos section um some other fun places it was used welcome portraits of america this is displayed in the customs and border protection checkpoints in most u.s airports they have the soundtrack to illuminate what (sighs) okay yep that's uh interesting yeah a little bit weird the only so, thing I've ever heard at customs were basically, do you have anything to declare? I've never heard music at customs before. If you're waiting a long time, like depending on where you're at, they'll like have little videos of welcome to America kind of situation. As Mikey mentioned before, the lyrics for We Go On were written by Don Dorsey and sung by Kelly Coffey, who I still don't know who that is, except for this. It's pronounced like the drink, but not spelled the same. Like yes, John but Coffey. do you know who she is? No, I, she's a country music artist, according to Wikipedia, and I have yeah. never heard a song by the Kelly or the Coffee. But see, that's how Dizzy likes to do things. I like to find someone who has a, just a good, clear-cut singing voice and have them do the singing, just like O Canada. Canada. It right, but but it's just <laughs> it's just a good, clear-cut singing voice. It is. It, it did not launch that artist into fame. By any stretch, no. just like we don't know who. I, unfortunately, I know who Kelly Pickler is. No, no idea. All who right, the hell and we're gonna end this is. conversation right now. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but the music, the score to this—if you ever just listen to it without the fireworks and everything—it's it, truly powerful. Some other rumors about the music that I have is that um, Kelly Coffee—the first take is the take that they actually used of her singing. Oh wow. That's a I good choice. How... I, I mean, I, I, I would say that that makes sense because if someone is performing, then they're going to they're they're going to they're going to try to do it the best the first time. And if you try to have them do it a second or a third time, they're going to want to change stuff up. Yeah, but there was never an, an overdub necessary. This was just the first take, first run through. There wasn't any need to cut it up or edit out a breath or something here or there. That's what they ended up using for it. Well, well she is a consummate professional. Or she just nailed this one track really hard, and that's all we're ever going to hear from her again. Yep. <laughs> um, have anybody else just listened to the soundtrack? I know I forced him to listen to it. I listen to it all the time. I, have, I listen to it in my car all the time. And then, of course, we have some of the tapestry of Nathan's music at the end, which is always fun, because it sounds like Michael Jackson. Well, Michael Jackson stole the, the beat for that song for... What was it? Um... The Free Willy. The Free Willy song. Right? Was it the Free Willy song? Hey, uh, 
That's really all I have on the music. So, just really quick, Tim, what's your favorite part of Illuminations? I know it's kind of cheesy because it's the like the most energetic portion of it, but I like I love the finale where it's just it's all going off at the same time and just, that dong is really hitting the dong spots. is really hitting all the spots. <laughs> Mikey, what's your favorite part? Um, the early dong, I think. The early I, dog? I, you know, I enjoy the narration and then the buildup with all that percussion, which is all you hear. And I think my my honest to goodness favorite part is when that one lone mortar comes across as like a flare, because it reminds me of if you watch a Disney movie, they have that little spark comes across the castle, and this thing sails across right out to the middle with this trail behind it. it it's arcing. Which I find that arc to be freaking awesome, you know, and and then that that first boom behind it with the colorful fireworks. I just I love I I, I love that uh, two and a half three second bit of it right there because that just you know brings your focus out to the center of World Showcase, which is where all the shit's about to go down. For me, I honestly feel that my favorite part is right at the beginning, like even before that part when the narrator starts the booming voice and he tells the story that do, do you know who that narrator is yes i can't think of his name right now it's jim cummings then that's a no no it's not jim cummings it is it's winnie the pooh it's jim cummings i have it as somebody else it doesn't sound like winnie the pooh it doesn't it cal- uh, no what the hell is get no it's jim cummings yeah, sure? I had it. I had it on my notes. It's Jim Cummings. See, I didn't see that anywhere. He, he can. He's a master voice manipulator. He can change his voice to sound like anything he wants. Good evening. I don't think it was. On behalf of Walt Disney World, the place. See, where look. I mean, the introduction from. is done by Jim Cummings. We welcome all, all right. of you. Awesome. And the the ending so, is done by Tom Kane. That's who I thought it was, Tom Kane, because they sound like the same voice to me. Well, listen. Jim Cummings made himself sound like Jeremy Irons. I just, I just want to hear a new one with "Oh bother" worked in somewhere. <laughs> oh bother! Like if, they, if I, they experience right. any type of malfunction, I want to hear "Oh bother." So, but my favorite part is after he does that speech and he, the you hear the, and all the torches go out. Just that part right there is just. Everything is your, your attention is focused at that point, and I, I just I love that part. Yeah, that's Adam and I are big into the early game. Tim is more about I the mean, finish work. <laughs> I like the big fireworks, but you know, at the end, everybody's just shooting off fireworks at every show that I've ever seen. It's just this conglomerate of mass explosion, and it, I like the the anticipation. I'm all about the orgasm. <laughs> dong goes back to the dong Ad, 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 Adam is more about the edging and Tim is just like get me there now I'll take you there well did we talk about the the significance of the torches no I don't Do you want to talk about that we haven't discussed the significance of the torches we did not discuss the significance there are 19 of the torches, torches around world showcase lagoon 
followed by okay. the 20th torch, which is in the globe. And it signifies the 20th centuries. Technically, the big ass white boom at the end after the fire comes out of the globe, the big ass boom is the 21st century. All the white fireworks that come out after the, the torch is lit. It's supposed to signify the 21st century. Hello? Okay, uh, alright, we'll be right down. Guys, we gotta go to the hospital. What's going on? Illuminations is not gonna make it. We gotta get moving. Pack this shit up, let's go. But I haven't finished my drink. Down Take it. a road soda. Chug. Take a road soda. I have been told Disney will never make you chug a drink. Bitch, this ain't Disney. This is a podcast about Disney. Drink your damn drink and let's go. Shit. You're responsible for whatever happens, Adam. I am responsible for nothing. We're a grown man capable of making grown decisions. Well. Someone going to get a car? I'll call an Uber. While we're Ubering, why don't we start wrapping up the show? So, Mikey, closing remarks? I only got a chance to see Illuminations one time. Um, I don't know necessarily for me if it was... Well, I didn't have an emotional impact from the show because I didn't have an emotional attachment to it because I only saw it one time. Well, that's also because you're a ginger with no soul. That's correct. But what really got me was the number of people who have that attachment to it and that wanted to see it. And this was after... Uh, meeting a bunch of sheeters for the first time last year and watching it from, you know, the pier out there in, or the dock, the deck, the patio, whatever you want to call it, in front of Germany, which was a fantastic place to watch it. I really wish that I could see the New Year's celebration because that sounds fantastic, but like many things in life, it's fleeting and I'll never get a chance to experience that, so... All right, Tim, wrap it up for us. What you got? Illuminations is still my favorite nighttime spectacular. It always will be. Whatever they replace it with, it always will be my favorite. I've seen it many times. It's probably my first nighttime fireworks show we, I've ever seen. Because we every time we've gone as an adult, Epcot is the first part we, park we hit. And it'll always be my memories. Alright. For me, I always loved this show as a kid. Even as an adult, it always will hold a special place in my heart. The music is one of my favorite parts, always has been, and the song always touches those special parts that are inside. So, as we head out to the hospital, I want you all to remember to give some love to our Facebook page. The number three, Sheets to the Mouse. No, I don't know. <laughs> Facebook.com slash group slash the number I three. I don't fucking know what this. Look, look us. All right. Look us up. At this point, if. Just hit the little magnifying glass and search three sheets to the mouse and you'll fucking find us. Yes. You don't. Who the hell types all that into a Facebook group anyway, anymore? No, because everybody's on, everybody's on Facebook on their phones now anyway. So you just type a little, tap the little mag- magnifying glasses. www. <laughs> we don't have a w dot. Facebook slash dot. Whatever, fuck it. Just type the number three. Well, you can actually Google us, and that's the first thing that comes up is our Facebook group. You can Google us. There you go. Google us. Made it. Find us, bitch. Get us on the Google. (laughs) Hey, Google. Find us on the Google. (laughs) If you if you're not a current member, 
and if you are, I apologize. If you're not a current <laughs> member, um, we have three simple questions to answer. Answer them. There you go. Simple enough. And do we have the magicalmeltdown.com? Is that a .com? That is a .com. It's also a .net, also just a in .net. case you're into that sort of thing. It's not a .org, though. No, no I do not have a .org. If I did, it'd be multiples.org, if you know what I mean. But, uh, yeah, that's the place you want to go to to find, you know, awesome three sheets to mouse drinkware, glasses, coasters, uh, flask gift sets. I got a guy from Bermuda who has not shit to do right now. So kindly go order some stuff. Oh, we've already we've already started talking about next year's. So that yeah, but, but that that's all free. Um, so <laughs> go to Magic Meltdown, and right now, probably, and also every day because that's the way T Public does it now. If you order shirts from the Magic Meltdown, there's probably a discount floating around there somewhere. So, well, that being said about the races, we do have some of us running. The Dopey in January, and that's going to be a minor sheet-up because we'll be busy. We also have the February princess races coming up, and there may be something tentatively planned for November. We don't have an exact date yet, but it's a possible short weekend in and out trip. So keep your eyes peeled on the page. Keep your eyes no on the event page. Keep your eyes on the our running group page. Find us the same way you find the damn regular group look for it it's called three sheets to the finish line yes again then you don't the dot in the facebook yeah just put it in facebook in the search window you'll find it if you look for me you'll find it i'm there kudos on the finish line page it's kind of progressed more from just people who want to go for a run to just actually General trying sense. to better themselves you know their diets and their you know uh, workouts well, and stuff like that it, it, it there's a lot going on there's a lot going on over there. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, do do get a look at it. It's definitely a, a motivational place to go. I mean, not I, I still eat a lot and, and don't move, but I'm an admin there, so it definitely motivational. I keep going there and looking at it. Um, it yep. <laughs> and Mikey did have a good point, though. It's not just about the running. It's about just all of us trying to get a little bit healthier, if you're interested in it. If not, that's cool, too. And I think we're pulling up to the hospital now, so we're going to log off and catch you all a little bit. Does anybody know what floor we're going to? Push them all. All right. God, 120 wants to take another shit. Hey, um, I got a call. 
I'm, I'm looking for the Illuminations show. Um, I heard didn't have much time left, and I kind of want to say, what up? Wow. You're supportive. Your friend must be really important to you. Illuminations is just across the hall in room A113, but you're too late. You, you mean it's dead? Whoa, no, it's not dead. Visiting hours. They ended five minutes ago. Listen, just just hurry up and be quiet. Hey, thanks. You, uh, you do anything? Are you serious late? Oh, right wait, now? No, never mind. Okay, uh, I'm, I gotta go. Really? Thanks, but... This is what we're doing right now. Ooh, she don't look too good, do she? Does she? No, she's not smelling too good either. There's a lot of, I smell a lot of sulfur. I think that's what happens when uh, someone starts decomposing. I mean, the organs start shutting down first. The the mind starts to go. The heart's going to fail. I don't, you know, I, she's, I'll say this, though. She's still got it where it counts, if you know there what you I mean. Those lasers still look pretty good. No, but her isopart count's kind of low. As long as it's burning. If, if she can just give me one solid smolder, I think I think we could probably get another month out of this. I really, I really do. Do you think she looks comfortable over there? She might need a pillow fluff a little bit. You know what? Tim, come with me. Let's go find a nurse. Let's see if we can get her a little more comfortable. Thank God. That's necessary. Maybe some a morphine yet. drip or something. Just gotta I'll adjust this. Kind of raise this up. I heard something about you got to have your head above your heart and, and you get your legs up is the thing. Mike, it's rice, man. Uh, it's rest, I, ice, compression, and elevation. I've heard all this. And Tim, let's go find a nurse. I'll push this. Nurse. Nurse. If a little bit's good, then more's better. So we'll give her a little more of this. Oh, shit. What is he doing? Oh, my God. There. Listen, I saw all this shit on Grey's Anatomy. I know what's going on. Uh, oh, my God. What the hell have you done? 